Hello, you're watching People and Profit on France 24. I'm Charles Pellegrin. In the show today, we'll address the issue of food security in Africa and ways to strengthen it moving forward, whether that's in the face of climate change or geopolitical events like the war in Ukraine. In its latest update on the topic, the World Bank reports that food inflation is high in all countries. Between October 2022 and January 2023, 88.9% of all low-income countries saw that food prices increase by 5% or more, and that figure was of 87.8% for lower middle-income countries and of 93% for upper and middle-income nations, with many experiencing double-digit inflation. For more on this, let's speak to Sergio Pimenta. He's the Regional Vice President for Africa at the International Finance Corporation, which is part of the World Bank Group. Thank you very much for being with us on France 24. Well, food producers in Africa have faced huge challenges over the last year after Russia's invasion of Ukraine sent fertilizer and energy prices really spiraling. Is the situation now st stabilizing? It's uh, great to be here with you today. And, and really, I think the situation continues to be uh, marked by a certain level of uncertainty. Yes, a certain number of prices have gone a little bit down, like wheat, for instance, in the last three months, but some others haven't gone up. So it's uh, like rice. So you do have a, a mixed situation. And I think 2023 will continue to be marking, marked by a certain level of uncertainty, uh, while we do hope that uh, uh, energy prices do go down in 2023, and this will have a good impact on the, on the agricultural sector. And looking at food security going forward, how, how can Africa's agricultural uh, industry change its production habits and, in order to become more self-sustainable? I think the current situation makes us really think in a holistic manner of the issues of agriculture in Africa. And, and, and maybe the same way that some of the health issues have been uh, addressed or attempted to be addressed over the last couple of years, we do need to rethink the agricultural sector in Africa. And we need to look at the fact that today, uh, Africa remains a net importer of food while it continues with a large uh, uh, amount of available arable land. Uh, and production in Africa remains uh, uh, very challenging in terms of needs to, you need to improve yields, you need to improve technologies, you need to improve access to markets, you need to improve access to finance. So I think we do need a comprehensive solution to help Africa improve its production uh, of agricultural products. Uh, and that is one of the areas that the IFC uh, is, is also helping, looking at the different components where we provide uh, technical assistance, we provide financing, uh, we provide support to really try and transform the agricultural sector in Africa, to have a sector that is more focused on having a higher production levels, have better yields, uh, a higher usage of fertilizer. Africa remains the continent with the lowest usage of fertilizer in the world. Um, and, uh, and also uh, having new access to new technologies. This is also one of the important areas that we should all focus on, uh, looking at how we can have a climate smart agriculture, uh, better technologies using disruptive technologies so that the agricultural sector in Africa can really leapfrog and, and, and deliver what it needs for the continent, uh, not only only to feed himself, but but also to, to start uh, exporting more and exporting in a more comprehensive manner. Actually, speaking about e exporting, uh, is there the, the potential for food exports uh, to become more uh, lucrative, for instance, to to get into more of the, the processing of the food in Africa before going to export? So you're absolutely right. There is an opportunity to increase exports and to make it more uh, profitable, meaning having a better impact for every producer in Africa. Uh, and for that, you do need to look at value chains. 
And, and you need to look at not only exports outside of Africa, but also an, an area which I believe is very important, exports within Africa. So from one country to another. Uh, Africa is composed of, of many countries that uh, some, some of different sizes and which creates also different markets, including smaller ones. And, and having access to those markets is something that will improve the overall economy of Africa. So it, it is important to, to really look at, at improving yields and improving uh, productivity so that you can have a continent that can not only feed itself, but as I said earlier, really also start exporting on some of the key commodities. But, but on this export, you have to look at the value chain, how you can add value within the value chain. So not just export primary goods, but also have some food transformation in Africa and so that then you can start producing and exporting products with a higher value. That creates employment for the youth, for the women. We have to remember that about 70% of food is produced by women in Africa. So women play an important role in this sector. So if you start producing more added value products in Africa, you will be impacting the lives of all these women and men across the continent. And there's markets for these uh, for these products. We saw last year, for instance, uh, um, Kenyan avocados make their entrance onto the Chinese market, which is a potentially a huge market for for some of these uh, agricultural goods. Um, is that is that something that you're keeping in mind? Uh, absolutely, and, and and you're absolutely right that when we look at some of the production of some of the uh, the products in Africa, uh, suddenly if you if you give them better access to markets worldwide. You, you suddenly see a, a boom of production and, and that has a, a huge impact on the life of, of, of smallhold farmers and, and, and across across the region. So we are on the IFC really focusing on, on what we call working across the value chain. So you help from the farmer to, to, to the delivery of the product to fork, farm to fork, as we say. Uh, and we provide technical assistance. Uh, we provide financing uh, so that we can help develop new, new markets for Africa. And not only on the traditional products that uh, that the rest of the world consumes but also and that's one of the areas we think is quite interesting thinking about indigenous uh, crops for instance uh, you know millet or fonio or, or other uh, products that, that can be consumed across Africa uh, they actually you tend to be very nutritious and they also tend to be more climate resilient uh, so when when we manage to support those type of, uh, of new crops uh, we, we create really new markets and new opportunities and on the IFC side for instance I can tell you we've been working in West Africa on the fonio value chain we've done a study we've analyzed the market we analyzed the potential for increasing the production and exporting more and and you know nowadays you will start seeing uh, uh, in in markets outside of Africa you'll start seeing fonio in supermarkets so that consumers can can buy and consume I think that's really something that will create a, a huge impact in the African continent well you've touched uh, we've touched on it a little bit already talking about about the impact of climate change uh, here and it's impossible to talk about agriculture anywhere in the world without focusing on, on this particular issue more extreme temperatures less water supply how is this uh, affecting agriculture across the continent well climate change as you know is having a disproportional impact on Africa uh, and, and it is very important that we really look at, at what solutions can be brought to the continent, uh, particularly around adaptation. Uh, and, and on that area, you, you have to think that uh, uh, we have new tools, new technologies that allow to have uh, what, what we call the smart agriculture, or so meaning leveraging technology to deliver better yields and better agricultural products with less resources and also having a more resilient agriculture. 
this is a sector that uh, actually is 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 transforming itself. When you look at the the impact of technology today in 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 agriculture around the world, it is transforming the sector, and it is very important that Africa benefits from this transformation and benefits from the availability of technology uh, in in Africa. So, for instance, we have been partnering with Microsoft, Microsoft in at IFC uh, to to provide training and to provide tools to small far farmers. We, we've just developed a pilot in, in a few countries, which will reach, I think, about 50,000 farmers. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a pilot that, that, that is starting. And, and we do hope that through that, farmers will have access to uh, the tools, technological tools that they need so that they can start using fertilizers in, in, a, in, a, in a more efficient way, using less fertilizer for more impact, using water in a way that is uh, preserving water. We have also a, a very interesting partnership with Netaflim, one of the global uh, leaders in, 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 in micro-irrigation and, and drop irrigation. Um, and, and we are bringing them to a lot of African countries where they can bring their technology and we make it accessible and affordable for smallholder farmers in Africa. And speaking of the, the sort of the investments needed for for these transitions and to in order to, to deal with these uh, these challenges, uh, what kind of investments are are we seeing in Africa's uh, agri food uh, business? And I think there's quite a lot in the last five years of uh, of money that's been poured into um, African tech startups. So in in terms of uh, investments that are needed, we we do need to to focus on on actually different areas within within the value chain. But the 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 first one and, and probably one of the most important ones is actually to make sure that smallholder farmers, uh, small and medium sized companies in the agricultural sector have access to finance. Uh, today in Africa, banks only devote about five percent of their lending to the agricultural sector. That's very small when you think that about two thirds of the population in Africa lives directly or indirectly out of, of uh, agricultural activities. So we do need to increase that part. Uh, on the IFC, we, on the IFC side, we have uh, developed uh, a good number of products uh, like risk sharing facilities that are focusing on agricultural value chains and that help leveraging uh, companies like cooperatives or or aggregators uh, to to to. Uh, bring in financing in a small scale of small amounts for the farmers that need them. These, when you start with that, then farmers have access to inputs, to fertilizers, and, and that really has an impact on their yields, meaning that they will be able to produce more, they will sell more, they will make more money, and they will be able to have a better lives to help their families, educate them, and so on. So I think that's really where do we need to, to invest a lot. I think it's also important to focus on, on research and development, uh, to think about uh, crops that are uh, adjusted and, and adapted to the, to the African climate and the African constraints in terms of climate change. Uh, and this is one of the areas that we, we also look into what we can, we can support. And then across the value chain, uh, we mentioned this a bit earlier, it's also very important to think about investing in food transformation, because the more added value that you have in a country in terms of product, agricultural products, the more you benefit, the more the populations can benefit, can have better lives. So having uh, a lot of activities on uh, what we call agribusiness, agro-transformation, is, is, it is going to be very important. That's been one of the key areas that IFC has been, has been supporting over the years. And we've looked at uh, at all all types of value chains from cocoa, cotton, uh, or others. But for instance, recently in Mali, we, we've supported on the on the the the, the she butter. So the the she uh, uh, company called Malishi, and that's that's one of the uh, interesting uh, commodities that is actually produced locally, and that can have a, then access to a larger market. 
Sergio Pimenta, thank you so much for being with us uh, on France 24. And that's all for this week. Thanks for watching us. If you'd like to uh, reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook and Twitter. You can also find all of our previous shows on the podcast platform of your choice, as well as on France24.com. In the meantime, stay tuned.